Microsoft earnings flop, COVID-19 cases continue to rise, and AMD with some big announcements. This is the Running With The Money podcast. Let's get into it. Welcome to this crazy red Wednesday on October 28th. Insane. The Dow Jones down another 796 points. NASDAQ down 352 points. And the S&P 500 down 98 points. The market continues to fall and yet COVID numbers continue to rise. This is not a coincidence, people. The market is once again fearing COVID-19. And it doesn't help when companies are not delivering or raising guidance. It does not help when earnings are in question. And it does not help when we have most likely the biggest election in the history of the United States just days away. And we don't even know if we are going to get the results on election day. And that is what is running this market, people. Earnings, COVID-19, most importantly, and well, finally, the government, stimulus, the election, all of these external factors just coming down on this market every single day. Now, Monday, we took a big hit, about an equivalent hit, Dow Jones down. Tuesday, we took a little breather. Um, The NASDAQ was up. Everything else was down. And today, everything is down and getting hit hard again, just on the edge of Microsoft. Microsoft, Microsoft, Microsoft. They delivered quite good earnings. In fact, I think you buy the stock where it is right now. It could get a little cheaper, but I think if you are not in Microsoft and you like Microsoft and have been wanting to get in, my word, what a solid earnings and what a odd um, result stock-wise. Taking a look at Microsoft, it's currently trading down nine points, nearly 5%, uh, 4.5% right now. Um, It is trading down that much on solid earnings. The company came in, Microsoft came in and beat on earnings last night. They delivered an EPS of $1.82 versus $1.54 expected. They delivered solid revenues of $37.15 billion versus the 35.7 versus the $35.72 billion expected. So they beat by a few billion there. Um, and they delivered revenue guidance. Now guidance wasn't what they wanted. Um, they delivered revenue guidance for the second quarter of fiscal 2021 um, $39.5 billion. And the market was expecting $40.43 billion. Now, I will say, historically, Microsoft gives weaker guidance. Historically, Microsoft holds back a little. Um, They're more conservative with their guidance. So I really don't know where this reaction is coming from. It's like we forgot that Microsoft gave conservative guidance. But digging into this Q1 2021 quarter, I mean, it was solid. It still saw 12% revenue growth. Now that's down 1% um, growth-wise since Q1 of 2020. So you're seeing 1% less growth from last quarter, but still 12% revenue growth. Um, And more more specifically, if you dig into the earnings, they did great. You know, far different than, you know, what we saw earlier from European tech companies with a slowdown. They they kept moving higher. Um, If you look at Azure, one of their main core segments, Microsoft segments, the you know Azure Public Cloud Cloud grew forty eight percent. That's up. That's up from forty seven percent in the prior quarter. And not only that, but you know the numbers just continue to get better for Microsoft. Cloud revenues came in at fifteen point two billion dollars, up thirty one percent year over year. Um, non gap gross margins came in at seventy percent. That's up two more percent. Um, 
And then commercial bookings, just terrific, coming in up 23%. I mean, Microsoft just continues to deliver solid numbers. And for some reason, the market is taking this as bad. The only reason that Microsoft is down right now, if you're trading it on earnings, is because they didn't raise guidance. But at the end of the day, we can't expect every company on the earth to raise guidance. These were terrific numbers that came out of Microsoft for Q1 2021. And, you know, not terrible numbers, still seeing growth for Q1, you know, for Q2, I mean, of 2021. So, you know, I really like Microsoft here. It's down nearly 10 points. It's trading down 9.05 points right now. I think you buy Microsoft here if you don't have any. I think you scale in. I like Microsoft long-term. And if you look at the chart, it looks like a double bottom. looks like a double bottom off the low from a few weeks ago. It's running right into a support that's lasted since July. Um, and really, that's what it comes down to is a lot of these stocks, these tech stocks topped out, you know, a month, month and a half ago, and they're just running down into supports and then they're coming right back up. I think you buy this here long term. If COVID-19 is coming back, the only companies that are going to continue to win in this market eventually in the long run, midterm is going to be these tech companies that have continued to deliver time and time again. Now, we have much more to get to, but I do want to touch on those COVID-19 cases before I move into AMD. So COVID-19 cases continue to rise. That's what's running this market down. And my, oh my, it looks like there is no end in sight. And the news just keeps getting worse when it comes to COVID-19. We saw over in Europe, a lot of countries over there are starting to close back down. Um, Germany going, making a deal, going back into lockdown, not good stuff. Um, in, you know, what we're seeing is just not good stuff. According to CNBC, the U.S. reported 73,000, this is quoted, 73,240 new cases on Tuesday, bringing the seventh day of average, average new cases up to about 71,832, a fresh record and an increase of more than 20% compounded with a week ago. That's according to CNBC, and they got their data from John Hopkins University. So, you know, COVID, COVID cases continue to rise. This is not good stuff. And really, the market is not liking the outlook on COVID-19. It seemed over the summer that, you know, maybe we were okay. We were going to come out of this steadily. And now we're just seeing cases go through the roof all over the world. It's not just the United States, but all over the world. And if Europe is starting to close down, it's looking like we could start to close down again. And if the United States starts to close down again, that is not good for the economic recovery. In, in fact, that is not good for anyone whatsoever and it is going to really hurt it's going to put us in a much worse place than we were and it doesn't help the, the election is looming and we might not even have results on election night and if that happens oh my the uncertainty in this market is going to go higher than i think we have ever seen uncertainty go and that is of course not good for the market now enough with this uncertainty talk enough with this we have to cut through it and talk about the good names as we did just a minute ago on microsoft so amd they also delivered earnings yesterday on Tuesday, and my, oh, my, terrific, oh, wow. Um, they delivered revenues of $2.8 billion, very strong, operating income of $449 million, net income of $390 million, and an EPS of $0.32, cents. all great beating expectations around the board. And then they delivered solid guidance, uh, $3 billion is their Q4 guidance, in revenues, and that's up 41%. That represents 41% year-over-year growth. So excellent, excellent, excellent numbers coming out of AMD. But it's not done there. So AMD, basically the CEO, 
of the company, said that they're being led by strong PC gaming and data center results. And that's great. That's excellent. Those are, you know, a few segments that we are seeing explode in this digital transformation um, of the country due to COVID-19. AMD is really positioned well as a semiconductor name. But they also announced in what everyone is talking about is this acquisition of Zillinx. Excellent, excellent, excellent. That's all I have to say. I think you buy AMD here. It is down for some odd reason. No idea why AMD is down on this news. Besides the fact that this market is so uncertain that it's just not sure. And I really think that's where it's coming from. Is AMD's run a lot this year. And some fear that this um, acquisition of Zilinx will be bad. But I completely disagree. So it increases um, AMD's TAM to $110 billion. And, you know, given that Zillinx is the number one provider of adaptive computer solutions, um, I think this is an excellent team up with advanced micro devices. And not only that, but it will expand their data center significantly, which is an ever growing um, part of AMD, something that I know has been blowing AMD through the roof lately. Their data center, I guess, has just been on fire. At least that's the word. And, you know, Zillinx, if you really look at this deal, it's an all stock deal worth $35 billion. Um, and the stock's down on it, and I completely disagree. I think this is going to be make AMD a powerhouse. I think AMD just put the final shot um, in against Intel, and I think this, you know, Intel is really going to struggle to compete with AMD if they can make this partnership work, and that's why I like AMD so much. Excellent guidance, $3 billion for Q4 revenues. I don't know what there isn't to like there. And Q3 was excellent, $2.8 billion in revenue. Their incomes across the board were great. Earnings per share, great. All I have to say about AMD is it was darn near excellent. Microsoft, darn near excellent. Um, and I don't think guidance is a huge worry. You know, some people, you know, they look at Microsoft and they're like, oh, well, their guidance came in less than expected. But I'm here saying Microsoft is conservative. They're a conservative company um, on the basis when they give guidance. They do not give blowout guidance expectations because they don't want to miss it. And at the end of the day, they're not going to say something irresponsible. They're going to be conservative on their guidance, especially given that COVID is coming in. You know, you're not going to say you're going to hit these mega numbers when you have COVID-19, the, you know, first global pandemic that's really caused this much economic chaos um, in a very, very long time. So, you know, that's a major worry um, COVID-19. And that's why I think you saw Microsoft just give conservative guidance per usual and AMD, you know, their guidance was stellar. So I really like AMD. I really like Microsoft. And on these red days when the market's just selling off like crazy with no regard to the future, I think you have to buy these great names. I think you buy advanced micro devices at 76 bucks a share. If it gets down there, that's another 50 cents. You buy it there. You scale into your position. Don't buy all in at once, you know, scale in, you know, if you want a thousand shares, okay, pick up, you know, 250 shares at, 76 if it gets there and then maybe if it goes down to 75 pick up another 250 and then you know maybe every two points pick up another 250 that's an excellent way to get into an investment if the stock continues to fall but it's a great company now we're going through a lot of content here just within 11 minutes of the show because it is a crazy crazy show today we have so much stuff going on it's insane so stimulus no stimulus I guess we don't get stimulus, you know, I, I don't know. We, you know, last week it was all about stimulus, you know, Nancy Pelosi and Donald Trump, they were out here saying, oh my goodness, we're close to a deal, you know, it could happen and then done, nothing, it goes cold. 
We don't even get a response. They don't even respond to the media. We just get nothing on this stimulus news. So that hurt the market. I think that's one reason the market's going down on top of the COVID news. Um, and of course, you know, huge, huge earnings week. We have earnings from darn near everyone. You look at earnings, you look at UPS, solid earnings. You look at Boeing, solid earnings. You look at General Electric, solid earnings. Most of these companies are beating on earnings and the stock is going down. UPS, I don't understand why that stock is down today besides for guidance. You know, I guess they were a little weak on guidance. They're down 13 points because of weak guidance, but stellar numbers. Um, This is what I have to say about UPS is at the end of the day, just think about it. I just want you to sit back for a minute. COVID-19 comes back. And, you know, I'm pretty darn sure that's going to happen. Um, Doctors have been on all over the place all day saying that most likely lockdowns are a huge possibility again um, in a very short amount of time. And that if we want to not become the next European spike, that we have to take lockdown action now. And, well, that's where we're at. So think about it. Just sit back. Say we go back into lockdowns. Say Joe Biden gets elected. We go back into lockdowns. Because we likely go back in the lockdowns, a lot more likely of that happening under Joe Biden. Say we go back in the lockdowns. If we go back in the lockdowns, I'll tell you what's going to happen. The stock market, all these reopening stocks are going to become a thing of the past. And we're going to go right back to tech stocks. But most of all, it's right in the holiday season. And what do people do around the holiday season? They buy stuff. They order stuff. They order gifts. And who is going to be transporting those packages? You're going to see a huge amount of mail, cards, gifts, everything going through the mailing services like nutso if we are all on lockdown throughout Thanksgiving, Christmas, and all the holiday season. If that occurs, the United Postal United Parcel Service is going to see huge business. FedEx is going to see huge business. These shipping companies, stamps.com, by the way, just noting, are going to see massive business in my personal opinion it's only logical you know we're all inside the only way to really contact each other is digitally or mail and mail i think is going to see a huge pent up if covid19 comes back puts us on lockdown during this holiday season which i think is going to happen so you know the conservative guidance you know the the week i don't even you know you know it's kind of hard it was hard to tell whether they were giving guidance really or not but you know it's going to happen with COVID-19, especially the huge spike we're seeing right now. I don't think a lot of companies are going to offer guidance, but I think UPS is a winner. UPS is a winner. Um, United Parcel Service United Parcel Service is a winner. And I think you can pick some up down 13 points right now at 157 bucks a share. That's my personal opinion. I'm not in it personally. It looks like it's falling into a support that's been around since... Or late late July. It's a great name, you know. They're going to see a big pent up in the man, and I think you can buy that. Another name, Boeing. Now, Boeing doesn't, you know, Boeing's Boeing. They're going to have a long comeback, and you might think, why Boeing into this in the COVID nineteen numbers? That's not good for Boeing. You're right. That's terrible for Boeing. Um, you know, all of this news on COVID nineteen is absolutely terrible for Boeing, but. We got a major catalyst that could be coming up very soon. Within a month, that's the rumor. A month, month and a half, 737 Max will be coming back. And if that occurs, if the if 
In the United States, Boeing gets approval for the 737 MAX once again in the near future. That stock is going to go up. Not because the American economy and flying economy is back. No, but because the 737 MAX, the, you know, debatably most important thing to Boeing at the moment in the last several years is going to be back. It's going to be going back up into the air. And if that occurs, more orders are going to come in over the long term and Boeing stock is going to be start its way back up. But I didn't like those job cuts. No one likes job cuts. So I was a little discouraged by that this morning. So, you know, maybe nibble on some Boeing. If you're a long-term investor, you like a long-term thesis that COVID-19 is only going to be here for maybe a year, another year, and it's going to go, you know, maybe nibble on some Boeing. You know, it's at 149. It's under 150. It's down five today. It's just been going down. It's falling into to a support that was formed, uh, looks like the very end of last month. Very good stock. Very good stock there. That could be a great long-term play. I'm not saying go all in on Boeing because, you know, they still have a ton of issues, but keep it on your minds. Good spec play. GE. Now, talking about GE, we have to talk about this name. Um, GE is one of the only green names in the whole entire whopping market today, surprisingly. And that is odd. Let me tell you, you don't see that very often. They delivered earnings this morning and the numbers were not bad. In fact, they were quite impressive um, given that it's GE and we are in a pandemic. You look at their third quarter results and they weren't bad. Um, revenue came in at $19.42 billion. That's above the expectations of $18.73 billion. Um, and earnings per share came in at $0.06. Cents, and that was against the expectation of $0.4 cents per share. So not bad. But, you know, there was still some negativity on the name. Um, according to CNBC, revenue for the industrial company's aviation unit fell 39% year over year. That's to be expected given the fact that COVID-19 has run rampant. Flights haven't been doing well, and most of their aviation business is well out of Boeing, and Boeing has been, well, we all know, struggling. They have just been getting killed in the past few years. But I like the hope in GE. I like the fact that they're back to profitability. You know, that's the major headline today. They coming out, they're back to profitability. I like that a lot. Um, and the fact that, you know, GE is showing a little hope. I think you could maybe nibble on GE as a longer term play. Same. It's in the same boat as Boeing, in my opinion, uh, nibble on some GE going into the next few months. You know, maybe if it takes a dip within the next few days in this, in this crazy market, maybe nibble on some of it. You know, it was really cheap, really cheap all the way down five, six bucks a share just a month ago. Um, it's coming back hard. It's at $7 and 57 cents now but it can't go up forever. If it pulls back some, I think you might want to pick some up. Within a few years, I think this stock could be, you know, pretty darn solid. I mean, pre-COVID-19, it was all the way up at 13 bucks a share. So it could potentially double um, if you have, you know, a five to 10 year outlook on the stock, um, if that. So I really like that. And now we have to get in to the names reporting tonight. We have some names reporting tonight. We have some names reporting tomorrow on Thursday. And we got to dig right into those. So I'm going to list off a few and talk about them briefly. So tonight we're going to get Fastly, Pinterest, Etsy, Teladoc, Visa, eBay, Lavango, ServiceNow. A lot of names I like in there. I'm most excited about Teladoc and ServiceNow and Lavango. Three great names. I think those are three key pandemic names. ServiceNow, definitely a stay-at-home stock. I like it a lot. And if that name delivers, you can see a lot of upside. It's down 12 points. Darn near, you know, 
12.92, darn near 13 points down going in the earnings. Um, I really like ServiceNow. I always have liked ServiceNow. It's definitely trading in an upward um on an upward trend line, top end and bottom end. It looks like it came back to that bottom end trend line. I like it. I think the stock can go higher. It topped out at 524.87. I think it can continue to go higher if their earnings come out and blow out. I really really like service now um we did drop a breakdown on service now not too long ago on runningwiththemoney.com go check that out um read up on it if you want to get in right before earnings because you like the fundamentals so much go for it you have my approval i mean at 486 given how much of a winner it's been this year i really like service now they report after the bell tonight now digging into another name teledoc my goodness, Teladoc is the ultimate stay-at-home name. I really like Teladoc. They're up today. In this red market, they're up today. One of the few names that are up in this red market. They're up five points today, five and a half points actually, uh, 228 bucks a share. I really like Teladoc. I think throughout this whole entire pandemic, um, we have seen that their business has just been accelerating like crazy with the acquisition of Lavongo. If Lavongo and Teladoc deliver stellar numbers tonight, this stock could go berserk. And here's why. COVID-19 numbers are rising. If COVID-19 numbers continue to rise, that's only better for Teladoc and Lavongo. And if that occurs, if they deliver a solid beat tonight with solid guidance, with rising COVID numbers, that makes an even better case for Teladoc. I know that sounds bad. It sounds bad to be like, oh, rising COVID numbers are good for Teladoc. Well, they are. You know, I'm not saying that I want rising COVID numbers. Heck no. I want to see COVID go away. I want to see people stay healthy. But this is good for Teladoc. Teladoc is saving people from not having to go into the doctor's office and they can pretty much, it's like a Zoom call to your doctor. It's terrific. I really like Teladoc and Lavongo. And given that those two are merging, those are going to be two key players to watch tonight. It could be a very, very big night for them or a very, very bad night. Now, Pinterest, the social media plays are here. Pinterest, this will be interesting. That stock has run big time. Um, I know that. I was going to get into it, but it just got away from me. It's currently trading at 49 bucks a share. In July, it was trading at just 25 So, you know, it's darn near doubled um, in a very short amount of time. It topped out at 53 bucks a share. You know, I like Pinterest. I don't want you to buy it now, though. I want to see what happens um, post-earnings with the stock. You know, I really don't it is tough. You know, I really like the social media plays, but the way earnings have been going throughout the first half of this week and the reactions, you might just want to wait and you might be able to, and the likelihood is you'll get shares cheaper because they're not going to, you know, give out insane guidance um, to the COVID-19. So you might just want to wait. You know, eBay, that's a great name. Um, you know, I haven't done much reading up on eBay, but I'm sure if you dig into the fundamentals, it's solid. Taking a look at eBay, that's another online play that you'll want to keep your eyes on. You know, have people been buying a crap ton of stuff this year or have they not? <laughs> Has traffic been big this year or not? That'll be interesting to see, especially given COVID. So I'm keeping my eye on that, but I'm not going to say buy or sell on eBay because I, I don't speak on things that I haven't read up on and I have not fully read up on eBay. So I'm not going to speak much about it, but you know, 53 bucks, it's up today, 18 cents. It'll be interesting to see what the uh, online play of eBay is going to produce due to COVID-19. Taking a look at Fastly, and that is one that has just gotten beaten up lately. They delivered uh, early numbers. Um, they give some gave some hints onto earnings. This stock has been crazy volatile. It spiked all the way up to 128, and then there was a revenue miss. 
um, that was announced or that it was announced that they were going to miss on their revenue guidance given last quarter. And now you're seeing Fastly all the way down to 70 bucks a share today. Um, falling through just days ago, a major support over the literally since early July. Um, so that's a bit scary for me. I'd hold off on Fastly po- until post earnings um, because this one's so questionable. I'm not sure, but I did write a breakdown. I did write a breakdown on Fastly. It's posted on runningwiththemoney.com. You know, just go to runningwiththemoney.com, click analysis, click below, um, and you will find all of our analyses. And this is a great one. Fastly, you know, it's a tech name. It's a stay-at-home name that has been on fire this year and just taken a major hit lately. Um, Steer clear of this one until post-earnings. I'm not quite comfortable giving a call on this one, given its volatility and uncertainty. Now, Going into the rest of the week, there are a lot of names reporting. We have Apple, Amazon, Facebook, Twitter, Shopify, Spotify, Starbucks, Activision, a ton of names, so many more, Overstock.com, all on Thursday. And then on Friday, we have some even crazier names. We have Abbevee. That stock has gotten unfairly beaten up, in my opinion, this year. Earnings could really turn that thing higher. Honeywell. Another industrial, very similar to GE. They get a lot of their business out of Boeing. That'll be interesting to see. Um, And that's really all that I'm really looking at Friday. Well, you have oils. You have ExxonMobil and you have Chevron. But I don't like oil either way. Um, Under Armour reports, you know, Nike's done really well this year. So maybe Under Armour has. You never know. But a big, big week of earnings this week. Um, Those are the names I'm looking at going in the earnings. So the rounded out, I'm telling you right now, I really like AMD. Really like AMD. I really like Microsoft. Both down today. Maybe you uh, pick some up. Maybe you nibble on it. Um, but that is the show. Thank you for listening. Um, my name is Luke Donay, and I just want to thank all of you. Now, you can ask me any questions you want on Twitter at Luke Donay or follow Running With The Money and the whole whole group, the whole team here um, at Running With The Money on Instagram and Facebook. I will be back on Friday with another full episode. But until then, eat, sleep, profit, and trade on. Trade on.